You had the best sound bites I've ever <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> you know what? Like people were messaging me, like, you know, what does butters mean? And <laughs> I did at the time. I wasn't I wasn't trying to come out with any like original lines, but it looked kind of funny when we, when we watched it back. You should see the way I move. See the way I move, move. I don't mind if you wanna do it too, too. Training for the views. Might put this on YouTube. Working on my guns, top guns. Ooh, I'm Tom Cruise. Yeah, man. Wow, I was just getting into that track. I always love the fact that the producer gives us different tracks to start the Turn Up Turn Up show. It's Turn Up Turn Up show. I'm born. I have Mackenzie on the show today. Yo, I'm here. You're here, man. Oh. I'm ready. You've been good. Do You've been it. good though. I'm good. I'm good. I'm. Re- I've uh, been doing my strength training today, so I'm ready to talk about strength. It's fresh in my yeah. body and in my mind. <laughs> I do. I do. Before we jump into that, I saw the uni lad video, yeah, and yeah, yeah, you had the best sound bites I've ever, <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> you know what? Like people were messaging me, like, you know, what does butters mean? And <laughs> I did at the time. I wasn't, I wasn't trying to come out with any like original lines, but it looked kind of funny when we, when we watched it back. Yeah, the uni lad video came out well. It was good. It, it definitely didn't display how uncomfortable it was and how hard it was. Yeah. It was really, really painful and I was so cold. <laughs> um, and I feel like I, I should, maybe I should have tried a bit harder to get that across. No, no, no. It was good, you know, because we... Shouts out to Tough Mudder. Shouts out to Uni Lad. Um, we ran a Tough Mudder... Was it about two two months ago? Yeah, yeah. It was two months ago, yeah. Um, And they filmed the whole thing. So... Unlike yeah. when you run your Tough Mudder by yourself or your friends, no one can see every moment of that Tough Mudder. I had a GoPro on and I was literally filming every moment. So yeah. you got to see it firsthand about what the toughest mile on the, not even a mile, toughest 10 miles on the planet feels like. And it was really. Yeah. Weird. No one's ever seen a little bodybuilder run 10 miles like <laughs> I did. You done I well. Can... <laughs> yeah, it was, I was, I was, it was shocked. But, uh, <laughs> That that training is the exact opposite of what I what I do, so yeah. um, it was it was a great challenge, and it just shows like, you know, no one knows what their potential is until they they try they they have a task and they have to try and you know achieve whatever they're trying to achieve. And I think that's an, that was an important lesson for me to learn from that that you know you, it's important to do different things and to try and to do the best you possibly can. And I came out of that with a whole new perception of myself because I realized that I've always hated endurance training and um, I just didn't think I was good at it. And I thought, you know what, if I actually wanted to, I could be good at this. I think that's important for everyone to know that they've got hidden potential. Yeah. And until you actually get out there and you try things, you don't know, you know, you don't know how good you can be. That's, that's one of the things that's exciting about training and about, um, you know, just trying to be the best version of yourself in every way. Wow. You don't know what your potential is until you until you start to hit the limits of it. Wow. You know? That, that, that's so inspiring. And in terms of your training, you've had a, an amazing training life already, man. I mean, yeah. like, what, what, <laughs> a bit about yourself, like, on the Turn Up Turn Up show. Just tell us tell us a bit what you do. So, I've, I've I started off... Let's go right back to childhood. Hey. <laughs> so, uh, 
Yeah, I don't think I wasn't really that good at anything uh, as a kid, but I had like a very kind of competitive dad that was always pushing me to to do better. And um, I don't know. I think when I got to about um, when I got to about twelve years old, I realised you know I wasn't really happy with you know I didn't think I was uh, that fit, and I didn't, I wanted to be better. And at that point, I remember being quite unhappy. And I realized that when I trained, it was a way of making myself better. Yeah. And that was a really interesting moment for me. I'll, I'll never forget. I was 12 years old and I was I was kind of in a position of like being quite unhappy. And um, I realized that if I trained and made myself better, I felt better about myself. And there was something that was like something very fulfilling in that. So I just started off at home doing like press ups and, and that kind of stuff. And then when I got to about 13, I was like, I wish I could do a backflip. Like, wow. if I could do a backflip, that would just be amazing. So, anyway, I found a gymnastics club. The guy was, I came in, it was, like, only for girls. And the guy was like, listen, I can't train you. And then I was like, but look, I can do this. <laughs> I showed him my moves. I could do, like, a, a handstand for ages. And I had some good, like, kind of a little bit of flexibility. And he was like, all right, you've got potential. You can come and work here. Wow. Um, and then... And then I, you know, I started to work on my gymnastics training and, and, and really enjoyed it. And, you know, that, this is what I'm saying about, you know, fulfilling your, the, the, your limit, your potential in all different realms. Cause when I realized I could do that and I, I thought, God, what else can I, what else can I do? So I started doing Olympic weightlifting, which I did very well at. Um, and then I competed in, there was one, they had this, uh, they had this competition in London called the youth games. Yeah, and there was one youth games competition where I think uh, I competed in gymnastics, weightlifting, and diving. And um, you know, I wanted to do more. <laughs> and dive, so g- gymnastics, weightlifting, and diving. And diving, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So the, the gymnastics carries on well for for anything, anything else. Um, especially for diving, but the weightlifting was where I had my first real introduction to, you know, lifting weights and strength training, a different form of strength training, because obviously there's strength training in gymnastics. So basic, and then I would go back and tell my dad, this is why I bring my dad out, I'd be like, oi, dad, I did this. <laughs> and he'd be like, he'd be like, yeah, but can you swim? And I'd be like, all right, well, I'll just try and do a bit of swimming. <laughs> and then he'd be like, yeah, but can you run? Like, but well, not in the moment, but maybe I can. So this, 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 this was like a perpetual cycle of like, you know, just in the, you know, carrying on, always trying to be better. And um, I, I don't know. I, I realized that if you put your mind to something, um, you know, you can achieve a lot. And and that's why I kind of got a love for training. And um, I realized that the thing with training for me is it's always my it was my own thing that no one could ever take away from me. Yeah, yeah. I always had I always had that, you know, no matter how unhappy I was or whatever happened, I always had this that that safe haven. And I think that it, it made a massive difference for my general well-being and my my happiness having this escape, yeah. you know, which was which was training. So in a really long-winded way, <laughs> no. I did gymnastics, weightlifting. Um, and I did a few other sports. I did all sports in school. I was never like the best at anything apart from like the weightlifting and stuff. Like I won that and I won a medal when I did in gymnastics. Um, and then when I 
when I got a bit older, I, I, I became a trainer. And then I was in the gym all the time. And of course, in, in the gym, everyone waits and, and everyone wants to look the best they possibly can. So then the next natural step was to compete in bodybuilding. Um, and next year, I want to do, I've done a lot of strength training. Next year, I want to do a powerlifting competition. Wow. So that's my, that's my training history. Sorry, that was a really long winded. <laughs> are, are, you, are you kind of, you kind of made me go off, off piece a bit because just the other day, um, and you know you're in great shape and maintaining what you have over such a long period of time is one of the hardest things. And the only way I say that, because the other day I was somewhere and um, I had this old school gym goer come up to me and say, I used to look like you. Yeah, I was just... And, and you look at them and you feel, no, you didn't. But they they must have. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I said to my wife, I was like, wow, is there going to be a day when... I don't want to train. I don't want to keep it 100. Yeah. How yeah. how how do you feel about? Because you're always looking great. You're like yeah, like even we trained over there. You're saying you're off. You're not. You've been training, and you're looking <laughs> yeah, yeah. like he man. I'm like, this is you off. How are you, what are you like when you're training? I I think well, the there's two the, the thing with me with the reason why I'm always kind of having I always. I try and live by this philosophy of positive discontent. And what that means is that, you know, I think it's important to be positive with where you're at, but discontent as well, in the sense that you know you can always do better. I think all humans need, like, a purpose and they need a, a, a goal yeah. and a focus. And I think that's really important for for motivation. And I think that um, I found that when... I'm consistently doing well in the gym. And that doesn't always, you know, at different points I've learned how to, you can't always be great. Sometimes you're going to come in, you're going to do your best and it's, it's not going to be as, as good as it was the week before. Yeah. But it's about, it's about progression. It's about tr- trying and then being, being kind of positively discontent in the sense that, you know, you know, you can always do better. Um, but you, you're not unhappy with how you are. So, sorry, what was your question? It was, how do I stay motivated to stay in shape? Or do you think I'll be I'll be a blob one day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I, I'm, for me, right, I, I'll be honest yeah. with you. The moment I don't have to look a certain way and be able to do certain things, I'm going to chill. I, I know I'm going to chill. That's what you say, Vaughn, <laughs> but you, you, you've got that physique, man. You're used to having it. I don't know how you're going to survive without the guns and the abs. You're year-round in shape. I see, I've seen it. I've been, I've been preying you up, looking through all your Instagram, your old posts. You're always in shape. And, 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 and it's great to see that. I, I, I look, you know, when we first met, that I, I was, you know, I was impressed by that. You know, that you, you stay in good shape and you've, you've got what I've been talking about, which is having this well-rounded fitness. You know, yeah. you came in, you did a hard leg session with me. That's not even your training. You oh, did well. my. That was hard. That was... I know, man. Like, and we're going to get on to strength in a bit because you know so much. And I think one thing I want to try and get for the users or listeners today is that yeah. strength doesn't mean you have to be the biggest person on no. the stay on, in, no. on the block. No, but like we did, I learned a lot that day, man. I and I learned a lot during the session, 
and then I learned yeah. a lot two weeks after when I was hurting. <laughs> <laughs> Serious thoughts. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and you know, I mean, it's a relationship of reciprocity. I feel like I learn a lot when I, every time I speak to you as well. Um, and I think that's part of the, I think these all, all these aspects of life and, and training all tie into each other. You know, yeah. it's all about constant development. It's all about trying to be the best version of yourself um, always. And that, that, that's psychological and physical. And I think that, I think if you really did give up training in the future, I think you'd find that your psychological health like yeah. was, was affected in a negative way. I think that a lot of people don't realize how much exercise can positively affect your, your mind and your well-being. And I think it's underrated for that. Wow. Um, I, I think, uh, that's that you know it's as i get older i think it's a holistic approach that you need to have every part of your um everything needs to be you know working together if in order for you to be a happy well-rounded person yeah and what, so what, when did you so when did you go from because you know a lot and you went from wanting to be able to do a backflip to <laughs> weightlifting to actually yeah. now I want to understand it a bit more so mm. I know what all these benefits have done for my psychological, for my mental and for my physical as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, unfortunately, what I've learned along the way is that you can't be the best at everything. And that, that was that's kind of heartbreaking. Um, but <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I, had an, I, had a, I had an idea of the kind of athlete I wanted to be when I was 20. Now I'm 33, and I realised every day that I've achieved a lot of those those goals. I wanted to be someone who could lift a really heavy weight, that had a good physique, and also had an ability. Because there's a lot of guys that have good physiques, guys and girls, that look good but they can't do anything. Yeah. You know, and I think that um, I've always respected ability in whatever way. You know, physical ability, mental ability, skill. Yeah. You know, uh, talent. You know, and uh, so much of that is cult cultivated over time, which is by putting in, you know, effort for a long period of time. Yeah. Um, so I've evolved through loads of different training systems and I've picked pieces up and I've dropped things off um, along the way. And I'm a trainer, so I get a chance to see a lot of different people so I can implement different things. You know, I did a whole year of kettlebell training. Did you use kettlebells? Yeah. Do you know what? Or, I am yeah. terrible on kettlebells. And, um <laughs> Every time I use them, I realise that I need to do them more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think that there's there's a lot of benefit in kettlebell training, but you know, with me, I always take everything to the extreme. So I, you know, I found kettlebell training. I'll tell you the story actually quickly. Basically, I went to a fitness convention and there was a challenge there, and it was like do whatever a hundred reps with a twenty-four kilo kettlebell. And you get a free kettlebell. I'm like, shit, I've got this. I was like, all right, stand back, get your cameras out, <laughs> watch this. <laughs> and then I absolutely died. I was doing snatches. I was, I was gassed. I was breathing heavy. I was sweating. I was upset. 
You know, I was swearing. <laughs> and I didn't make it. And I was humiliated. You know, I humiliated myself. This kettlebell humiliated me. I'd found this system. I'd found something I'd never heard of, and it had destroyed me. Wow. So, of course, I, of course, my, my natural reflex was to be like, right, I got this. So I spent the next year just doing kettlebell training, and I went to America and learned from the, the head guy there. His name's Pavel came back and wrote a course and taught it in, in all across uh, the country. Wow. And just did kettlebell training. You know, I did that for a year and then I realized that actually kettlebell training quit its place the same as everything else, but it's just one tool in the arsenal. And, yeah. Um, and yeah, it's got a lot of benefits and it's all about, you know, finding training that you enjoy, that you can progress with and, and doing it and trying to get better until you've maxed out. That's you know, I think, I think, I think people fall into categories sometimes too much of absolutes. Yeah. So they, they go like, Oh, I'm a, you know, I'm, I just do kettlebells. So I just do cardio training or I'm a bodybuilder and I don't do any cardio or people do it with their diet as well. They do like, you know, I'm, a, I don't eat this or I don't eat that or whatever. And I think that, I, I personally think a better approach is to be a little bit looser with that and to take bits and pieces of things that you like, you know what I mean? You know, and if you like kettlebell training, then do kettlebell training. You know, if you're, if you do, if you are a physique athlete and you want to be look the best you possibly can, you know, that's fine, but you can have other aspects of training as well. Um, well and, that's, and that's amazing. On to, we don't normally do the words of wisdom so early, but like we. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no, I love it. I love it. I love it. I mean, you know what I love is like the fact that you you're you're kind of like you're definitely like me where something happens in your life, and instead of saying, oh, "I'm not doing it again," nah, that was rubbish. In a way, it's shaped wrong. You go, actually, it beat me. I want to master yeah. that, and I think yeah, kind man. of that's a definitely. that's powerful. I mean, yeah. And you, you you kind of get like me obsessed with it <laughs> until mm, and definitely. You, I think you go a bit further. You took taught a whole course for a year. <laughs> mm, yeah, it's amazing, amazing, very yeah, inspirational. You know, you know the interesting thing about that for me. Sorry to, to keep going off on these tangents, but you know, you can't adversity is part of life. You can't get away from it. So yeah. you can either be terrified every time every time something bad happens to you, or you can face it and be like, right, I'm going to try and do the best I possibly can here. Yeah. And at least you know at the end of the day that if you put everything into something, that you tried your hardest. Yeah. And I think there's something really satisfying in that, in in putting your all into something, whether it be a relationship or a training system or a run or a walk or, yeah. or a diet, anything. And being like, you know what? I smashed that. I did the best I possibly could. Yeah. Bang. And oh. coming away and feeling good about yourself, you know? This this is how I'm saying it all ties in it all ties in to itself, you know. I love you that. You try your hardest in, in training and it makes you feel better about yourself in, in life and then you in if you feel good about yourself in life then you're probably more likely to eat better as well. So Yeah, yeah. I mean that's my experience. And then on on to like our words of wisdom section. Like 'cause you've you've experienced fitness on a level which is extreme, which is yeah. motivating with coaches and trainers that mm. have so much words of wisdom. Can you remember like 
the best advice that you were given? Like, oh god, that's that's a really good question. The best advice I was given. I think that at each moment in my training life, and I've had a lot of coaches, and I've had a lot of amazing coaches. Um, I was given pieces of advice that were right for that moment. I yeah. know that's a cop-out answer. No, no, um, that's good. But that's the truth. Like, there was no, there's no, like, the learning is never-ending. You know, it, you, there's always something more to learn. There's always something more to do. So every time I feel like I've mastered something or learned something, something else comes out of nowhere, and I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> I missed that. You know, there's something I need to, I need to develop or I need to get better at. Yeah. Um, I, I, I've, I've been blessed to work with a lot of amazing people and uh, coaches, you know, they're so, it makes all the difference having an amazing coach just, you know, that it's, that it makes you want to do the best you possibly can. It, it makes such a massive difference to your training. And then on that, so that, that brings us into the next, into the next kind of where's the wisdom um advice that you've given so what's like and you you have lots of clients and lots of yeah, yeah. time to work with people and i but, imagine you hear the same questions like very often I, you know this is going to sound this is going to sound like such a tiny one but you know the the, the two things that i've said now the positive discontent for I me, love is, I love that. By is, the way, is it means? Oh, good. I'm, I'm, I'm happy that I live by that. That means a lot to me. And and to to go into every situation, and to try your hardest. People don't realize they've got this potential within them to do the best they possibly can in any situation. Like with your friend, are you the best friend you possibly can be? Like probably not. Like sometimes, you know, even with your kids, you know, are you being the parent? to your child like yeah. you know i've got my son i adore him I, i'm with him all the time and he, he's an you know he's an amazing person sometimes i'm not doing my best yeah yeah <laughs> you know i i i, I totally agree with, with my kids I, as well. and i think that's really important to to know and you know what you, with with that though there has to be compassion because mm. you have to be compassionate towards yourself to know that you're not no one's like there's always someone better than you're doing more or something but it's about doing the best you possibly can and then coming away from that and being like, yeah, I did well. Maybe it's not as much as someone else, but it's enough for me. Yeah. And I'm satisfied with me doing my best. And I think I, I really believe that that is so misunderstood in our world and our society that everyone has the ability to give their maximum to whatever they, whatever they're doing. And, and people don't, they're passive. They're just, they exist. I'm going to turn up to the class and I'm going to just do it. I'm, oh, I'm running this mile. I'm going to do the best. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to jog it. But what about doing that mile and going like, do you know what? I'm going to put everything into it. Oh, I'm going man. to try my hardest, you know, or I'm going to be the best parent I possibly can. Or I'm going to be the best husband or wife or the best friend I possibly can. I think that is the ultimate um, I mean, that's what I'm trying to live by. And I'm definitely not saying I do all the time. I spend a lot of time, you know, not doing that. But, you know, if I had someone around me reminding me, I mean, I have myself. Yeah. <laughs> I, I definitely try to do that. And I feel that has a knock-on effect to every other aspect of my life. 
feel that when I try harder, I feel better about myself. My self-esteem is higher. And then it, it's a feedback loop that means I keep on trying harder again. Yeah. So it feeds into itself, self-fulfilling prophecy. I think the same thing happens with depression and negativity. You get sad, yep. you know, and you, you do less. So that's, that's uh, to always do your best and to be compassionate with yourself is my advice. That's amazing. Um, what, so if you could speak to your 13-year-old self, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, would, um, what would you wish you knew then? I wish that I, I wish that I, um, I wish that I believed in myself a little bit more. I think that, unfortunately, so much of my achievement, and you know, in hindsight, you know, obviously there's people that have done so much more, but in hindsight, I've done a lot of things. That yeah. I'm really proud of. I've won a lot of competitions and. I've, I've achieved things I didn't think I would, but I just didn't have all of the drive was coming from inadequacy. It was all coming from not feeling good about myself. It was all feeling, feeling inferior. So, you know, I, as a compensation for being inferior, feeling inferior, I tried to, I tried to, you know, be the best at everything and, and go further and go harder and go longer and, all the rest of it um and i think like i said to do your best is important but do it because you love yourself and you love your life and you love the people around you and you yeah. want to be the best you can not because you're suffering because you feel shit about yourself you know that's that and and that was that was what happened with me so i would tell myself you're cool <laughs> i'll be like do your thing, Mac. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just just be you, and and don't and don't and and don't worry. You know, yeah. Um, and there's a with with everyone. I think with everyone's exercise path, you learn things along the way. You know, it's a journey. You know, the reward is in the journey. You've yeah. got to remember that. Like, there's a lot of little gems along the way. It's important to remember when you're doing. You know, people think, oh, like the end to goal is, is, it's not always about the end goal. You can enjoy the mo the journey as well. So, like I said, I've, I've had all these different pathways from different types of training. And, and at different points, I've picked up different things, different coaches. Um, I, I think that another good bit of advice for my 13 year old self would be just to keep on moving. Yeah. And that in all ways, you know, psychologically and physically. So, you know, learn as much as you can. And once you stagnate, move on, you know, and, and, and that's fine. It's fine to do that. That That's fantastic advice. Man. I wish I could tell, tell my 13 year old self that. What now. would you tell your 13 year old self? For? It, would, it would be, it'd be exactly the same. Like with you where you can't win everything. And I think when you're 13, and your body can do push it to the max you can fall over hurt yourself wake up the next morning and go and do it again you're very naive thinking that for the rest of your life you're gonna have your youth superpower and yeah man it's, it's scary isn't it because then like I, i'm 36 now and i know that if i fall over <laughs> i fell over the other day i was playing with the kids 
it hurts me for a, for a long time. And I wish... <laughs> yeah, I wish they battered friend... you, yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> your little kid battered you. <laughs> like, I've seen them on your Instagram. <laughs> they're, they're challenging you to run to school. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So I, I, yeah. would just, I would just say, like, in, enjoy... Try as many things as possible. And when you yeah. find something that you enjoy... Yeah, yeah. Do it because you enjoy it. Don't do it because it's cool. Or, yeah. or you want to impress someone because... You can impress that person or not, but that person who you're trying to impress may not be in your life forever. So, and that, and yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. that's the most important thing, like you said, just doing it for yourself. It's, it, what you said as well about the invincibility complex of being a child as well is is so real for me, man. Like, I, I, I thought I was invincible until like a year ago. <laughs> I only just realized I'm not. I'm like, <laughs> I can do anything. I can go hard. And then now I'm like, fragile i'm scared you know yeah. when we were running that when we were running that that tough mudder the whole way through i was like what happens if i step wrong and i twist my ankle you know yeah. and there was one point when i when both my legs cramped up so bad you know so bad that i was running behind you and you turned the corner and i i, I was so stiff that i couldn't I couldn't coordinate myself to run around the corner, so I, I just fell in a bush. Well, I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I was like, all right, I need to sort this out now. So I, I got, you know, I jumped out somehow, and I ran with straight legs. Wow. You know, can you imagine, like, like a Lego man? Like if you got like a Lego man to run as fast as you could. That's how I was running, and I was like, please let no one film this. And you, know, and when I was running, I was like, what's this? You know, and uh, and the answer came back that this is you being getting older. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you're cramping up. Like I never even had a cramp until I was about 29. You know, and now yeah. I'm like I was almost paralyzed by it. But do you know what? When you were like, I think you and Keon was it? I think it was Keon, wasn't it? Um, back to that whole thing where if we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it properly. And it, and it, and you had um, you had Katie and you had. Um, what's that? What's the skier girl's name? Um, Robin as well. Um, and you guys were putting in the work, and I, I and I, because I ran a lot of these stuff mothers, and I, and you guys said, look, the cameras are there, but we're not doing it because the cameras are here. We're doing it because we want to experience it and execute it. And like, honestly, the amount of running that you did, knowing that you're a bodybuilder. You were like you were a runner for, in my eyes. Yeah, yeah. Hey. <laughs>
No way. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's so impressive because five miles in, like, like, so you told me you went one kilometer, five miles in, you was just, you were still skipping around, running. It was like, that But I've, I, do you know what I think it was? It, it's and it's, it's one of the the points of Tough Mudder. It's Arctic Enema. It's that whole thing when you just get cold, and yeah, yeah. So Arctic Enema is a obstacle on Tough Mudder where you have to go up into a slide, and you're dumped down into muddy ice cold arctic water you then have to swim under a barrier and then get yourself out of this massive it's like a, it's like a, a five meter swimming pool um and you do that at mile i think it was at mile six on on the course that we were at and it's when you come out it's like your skin is on fire <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man, scary, isn't it? Because when you think about like falling in, like so, so you're out in in the winter somewhere, very very cold, and you hear about the stories of people falling in. And you you don't, you can't imagine how cold it is to fall into ice cold water. Smashed it. <laughs> an amazing time man um i think so just to wrap up the the show um strength bring it back to where we are because you and i will talk for hours yeah on... i know let me give you my little my little info on on strength and this is why i want everyone to understand because you know everyone is at their own level at their own standards doing their own thing and with every thing you ever do any exercise any part of your life you know you're at a point and you hopefully aim to get better than you are so i think that one of the most interesting fun things about strength training for me is the progression so what i try and do and this is what i would like this is what i suggest for everyone to do is to find a position where you're at with a particular exercise and try to just get a little bit better at it every week so for example you know if you can only do one body weight squat, you know, next time you train, you try and do two. It's, it's, it's just progressive overload. So every, every week you get a little bit better. But the thing that people never remember about this training is that inches make miles. And, you know, I've, I've done all different types of strength training. I've done gymnastic strength training where you're like, you know, levering your body into different positions and doing handstand press-ups. And then I've done, you know, really heavy powerlifting moves, heavy squats, heavy deadlifts, you know. And you know, when I started training, I thought that I was, I thought I was strong, but compared to what I am now, it's, you know, I'm like a, you know, not even comparable. And all that came through, like slow progression. So I think that that's the most, that's the message that when when you asked me to speak about strength, I thought about it. What can everyone take away? And what everyone can take away is that each time you train, you want to try to do better at a particular exercise. So anything measured improves. So if you if you measure, you say, right, this week I'm going to do one, one squat down to a chair and back up again. Next week I'm going to do two. If you track it and you measure it, you know, like if you do one a week, by the end of the year, that's a lot of squats you can do. 
from not being able to do one. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's that's what I want. That's what I would want everyone to take weight restriction because you see someone lifting a really heavy weight or doing something really impressive. No one ever tells you it's it's done in segments. It's done in inches. Inches make miles. Little steps, you get towards the end goal. You know, I, like I the last time I did a big deadlift, I don't know if within of deadlift is when you lift the weight from the floor. I did three hundred and fifteen k deadlift. Wow. You know that and and people. You know, we're like, oh, how did you do that? Well, like, you know, I did that by progressing really slowly for like 10 years. Yeah. Just a little bit every week, every month, every year um, for like 10 years. And then and then I got this, this big lift. But, you know, it looks impressive. But all it is, is time. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just about putting time into things. But the, the key that no one ever remembers or doesn't realize is to measure it. Yeah. And, you know, that might, that could be with a, a press up, a squat. And, you know, I, I, people should do it with their running. You know, you run one kilometer. You should try and see if you can make it a little bit better. But you have to be compassionate with yourself. You know, people always overestimate themselves born. I don't know if you've ever seen this. They go like, they go like, right, I'm going to run a marathon. You're like, yeah, cool. And then they start and then they go, right, I'm going to run five miles on the first day. They run five miles and they're dead, you know. And it's like, no, that's not how it goes. You know, you run one mile, then two miles. Or, you know, with with strength, with, you know, bodyweight exercise, you do one press up, two press up, and then you transfer that over to another exercise, like a dip, which is harder. Or you, you work on your squats and then you, you know, you move over to lunges. You know, uh, these these basic exercises, there's always progressions. Yeah. But, you know, th- you know, you could do a press up, um, a bodyweight squat, a lunge, some kind of exercise where you pull yourself. You know, whether it be a pull up or just with a bar, you pull yourself up. Um, those are the basic. That's the foundation of of strength training, and you and you just progress it as best you can. And if yeah. it means that you know you go from doing one squat to doing 10 squats in a year that's good yeah as long as as long as you know you're better off than you were the year before and that's what matters you know it's it's about progressing and then being proud of yourself and the thing is the it tends to like i said it has a cascade effect the better you do the more you want to do the more the more you do the better you get and 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 it, and it pushes you forwards um yeah, man. so I mean, I, I think it's it's all a bit fragmented. What I'm trying to say, but yeah. basically, measure whatever you're doing. Anything measured improves, and and try and get a little bit better. But be compassionate with yourself. That's 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 my that's what I wanted to get across today. You could just stay, you could just put that in the in the notes at the bottom point. You could just get them to like. <laughs> go to the last minute of the, <laughs> of the just fast forward to the last minute of the podcast and you get all the all the information you need <laughs> there's a whole lot of childhood stuff in the beginning but that's really like important <laughs> oh man uh, you know what like that's that's my my slogan now as well I'm adding it to the slogan pile of the t-shirts yeah. of the print and if it measures yeah. Improves. Improves. Love it. Yeah, man. That's it.
That is the key. That is it. And you you tie that down to anything, man. You know, measure your weight. You know, I mean, you can't measure your height. I mean, I'm (laughs) only five foot five. I'm I'm still hoping for my growth spurt born. I don't know. I don't know when it's coming. But every every birthday, I go and step back to the the line on the wall. And I'm like, maybe this year (laughs) I'm going to grow. I mean... That's the only thing that doesn't really seem to grow. But, you know, intellectually, you can grow. Physically, you can grow. Emotionally, you can grow. Yeah. Obviously, those things are hard to measure. Um, but you, you you get a sense of where you're at. Yeah. And I think inter- just from – I'm into numbers. I've always liked numbers and working off the numbers. So I always measure my weight. Um, I do my body fat percentage every week. And I do – and I have every – Every day I train, I train something different. And every day I train, I've got a goal and I'm trying to do better than I did the week before. Yeah. And sometimes I, I, you know, far exceed it and I feel great about myself. And, and, you know, sometimes I don't, but then I know I've got to do something different or work harder next time. Yeah. And, and I find that has, a, has quite a significant effect on my just general well-being. No, that's, uh, do you know what, man? Thanks so much for coming on the show, man. It's been no, thank you. Uh, it's always a, it's always a pleasure speaking to you. Always. Um, quick one before we go. How can I? How yeah. can we find you on, on Insta and all that? Yeah. Uh, so, I've got a personal Instagram and a fitness Instagram. My personal Instagram is Mackenzie Sager. So M C K E N Z I S A G E R. You know, that's my. And then my fitness one is Mackenzie Sager Fitness. And um, if you've got any personal questions, send them over on the on the personal one. And any fitness-related ones um, on the fitness profile. I'm trying to spend a little bit more time working on the fitness one because, you know, I think, uh, you know, I, I want to, you know, I like helping people. I want to see people do better and I want to get this information out there because it's, yeah, I, I made a lot of mistakes, man. Like I, I've I've suffered a lot. You know, I'm making it sound like, I've, you know, I've done all this great stuff, but you know, it's been a hard road. Like there's been times when things haven't gone well, and I've spent a long time wasting my time. You know, there's been times in my training career when I've, you know, I've spent six months doing something, and I'm like, oops, yeah. <laughs> that's gone now. You know, yeah. so I, you know, I want to I want to help people, and I, and I want to share this information. Because um, it's taken me a lot of time and yeah. effort to acquire. Yeah. So yeah. Oh man. I'm 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 out. I'm ready to help. Oh man. Thanks so much, man. From from me, from the from the Parkers, from all the listeners. Turn up, turn up. Get a part body. It's been another amazing show. Catch you all again next week. Uh, and stay safe. See you. See you soon. Thanks, man. Bye. Okay. Jump and screw. <laughs> When you squat, engage those hips You could be from the sticks or on the block Jada Kiss All you got I know is this All you got I know is this